0: It's Heather Cabot and thank you for joining me on The New Chardonnay. This episode, a look at the intersection of high-tech and social justice and how a team of coders is helping to clear criminal records of low-level cannabis offenders whose convictions are no longer valid now that cannabis is legal in California. Across the country, record expungement as a component of marijuana reform has been a hot topic of discussion this campaign season and on Capitol Hill. But for people like Chad, a dad of two, the process of removing an old conviction can be cumbersome and expensive to navigate. In 2001,
1: I was arrested with three uh, three pounds of marijuana. I was sentenced to nine months, uh, which I got uh, house arrest for.
0: Chad, who asked only to be identified by his first name to protect his privacy, says although he was able to keep his old job, his record kept him from applying for new positions to advance his career and make more money. He eventually hired a lawyer to help.
1: I've been trying to do research to get it covered up, just mostly because of... It's not, you know, it's not just like, you know, I don't know, the job thing, it's like, you know, when you have to go into your kid's elementary school and, and, you know, go for a background check just so you can go there and, you know, I have a felony on my record, it's really hard for, I can only do a certain level of uh, volunteering at the school, you know.
0: But this past summer, he learned that a nonprofit called Code for America, working with California's district attorneys, had finally cleared his record.
1: I don't know, man. It's just like, I I don't know, bird and lift it off of my,
0: my shoulders, you know. Code for America had been building sophisticated algorithms to help prosecutors quickly sift through data to find eligible convictions and automatically alert people that their records had been scrubbed. Alia Turn Burrell helps oversee Code for America's Clear My Record program, I spoke with her last summer as California was racing to meet the deadline to clear more than 200,000 convictions. There
1: are 8 million people in California with criminal records. About one in three people in the country have criminal records. Um, And these records are an immense barrier for them in moving forward with their lives for so many reasons. Getting jobs, getting housing, um, getting an education, supporting themselves. So having a record um, is a really serious thing um, for a lot of people. Um, And so automatic record clearance provides this opportunity to help people move forward with their lives without the stigma of a criminal conviction. Um, In California, as you know, Prop 64 passed, um, which did legalize some um, marijuana types of convictions, but um, but we were still up until really recently operating under the petition-based system. Um, and uh, most places in the country that is still the case. And this is an issue because the vast majority of people who are eligible for criminal record clearance don't actually get it. Um, and that's because the petition-based process is confusing. It's hard to access. It oftentimes costs money. You have to get a, an attorney to navigate it. Um, so there are studies that show that only between 3 and 6% of people across the country who are eligible get that, which is just um, a remarkable shame and an injustice uh, because these people under law are eligible to get their records cleared.
0: And here's a question. How are they mm-hmm. notified? Do they even know that they're eligible? I, I, I remember early on that was an issue, and I think the Cannabis Control Commission had re- realized that people didn't, didn't know. So is, is that still a problem? <sighs> Yeah. Um, so that is a great question. I'm going to
1: pin it um, and circle back to, okay. to what we're thinking about now, because that's such a great, um, something that we have been um, prioritizing and, and continue to prioritize is how do we make sure that people who are eligible and who get this type of record clearance um, can actually um, move forward with their lives in actionable steps, right? Because if they don't know that their conviction has been cleared automatically, we are assuming that those benefits are, are not as accessible. Um so in California, about 220,000 convictions are eligible to be cleared, uh, marijuana convictions alone. Um, we got involved with the space because a new law was passed, AB 1793, that mandated the automatic record clearance um, of those convictions. Um, so every district attorney in California had to review those convictions. So Code for America saw an opportunity to help district attorneys automate that review. So we started in 2018 with five pilot um, five pilots with the district attorneys in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Sacramento, Contra Costa and San Joaquin, and then expanded that by creating technology that every district attorney in California could use to automate this um, this law. Um, so getting people relief quicker. Um, and also streamlining the process for government. So fast forward to today, um, we have counties now um, where this record clearance process has happened. So in Sacramento um, is one of those um, um, examples. We finished our pilot work with Sacramento District Attorney last April. Um, uh, and the court finished their review um, or their updating of records as well. So now we have about 5,300 convictions in Sacramento County alone. Um, uh, where people's records have been changed. And we are now, and uh, to your point, kind of circling back to your point, we're now in this position of, we wanna make sure that every single person who has had this conviction cleared knows about it. Um, so uh, we have been, uh, or we we are engaging right now in a pilot in Sacramento County for those who think they have convictions in Sacramento County, where you can go onto a website, um, enter in some basic information, and we're able to tell somebody whether or not their conviction has been affected. Um, we started this notification work actually about, um, about a year ago, um, centering voices of people who are incarcerated, uh, excuse me, who had records. So what did people with records actually need to know about their conviction? What was helpful to know? Um, what was not helpful to know? Who are trusted messengers? Um, and so with the information that we gathered from that, um, we've been moving forward with this pilot. Um, this pilot is is just the beginning. As you mentioned, this is this is a, a massive issue notification. And so we are uh, seeing this pilot as, as just what it is, a pilot to learn as much as possible so that we can find a solution to give people information about records that, that scales, um, across
0: California. What, well, what, when you talked about sort of the information they needed to know and trusted mes- messengers, can you talk about, like, what are some of the pitfalls to, I mean, this is massive. And and also you're trying to you're reaching a population that may not really be. Well, first of all, may not trust the system, but also, um, you know, may be living in different places. They may not, mm-hmm. you know, have a permanent address, especially if they've been incarcerated and they're trying to find housing or I mean, can you talk about how the the challenges of, of that
1: yeah. Um you actually named oh, sorry. A lot of these challenges. Yeah, I didn't like I don't answer to... my own
0: question. But... Yeah, you're good. Um yeah, I mean there are
1: a ton of challenges. There's the challenge of finding people where they are now. Um some of these convictions are decades old and obviously people move. Um there's the challenge of, of direct notifications. So um who would be a trusted person to reach out to somebody um uh and what if you reach out to the wrong person, then you're divulging criminal justice information to the wrong person. And, um, so that's one thing. Um, there's, you know, do people, how do we get the word out in general? So what are the avenues that people, um, uh, listen to, um, and trust to, to, to even go to a website like ours? And so, uh, so for instance, do people listen to the radio? Do people read the newspaper? Do people listen to their, you know, public officials? So, um, of course, we have many models of outreach um, by community organizations who have been doing outreach for a long time. But in a lot of ways, this is um, this is totally brand new in terms of record clearance. How do we get the word out specifically about this automatic record clearance process in a clear way?
0: So for a lay audience out there, can you talk about um, the technology side of it? Like, I'm assuming that traditional district attorney's offices are not equipped with software engineers or people who know how to build these types of um, data analysis systems can can you talk about that again high level for more of a lay audience but what does that entail and for people who aren't familiar with code for america can you explain really you know how you're trying to use um technology to solve some of these issues
1: Totally. So a super high level code for America's goal is to improve government service delivery using technology and design. And so this is a perfect example of how we can help government um, deliver a service that they're mandated to do anyways. Um, So the way that the law was written is that every district attorney in California received a bulk data set with all convictions that were potentially eligible in their county. These data sets contain hundreds of thousands of lines of conviction data. Uh, Without technology to call through this to figure out who was eligible or not, a district attorney would have to manually go through hundreds of thousands of lines of data. So you can imagine that that is um, an immense task, uh, which takes resources and time and taxpayer money. And so Code for America was able to develop technology that can read that bulk data set in a fraction of the time. We can read hundreds of thousands of lines of conviction data in just a couple minutes. So it's a pretty clear example of streamlining government processes um, of using technology to help government um, uh, deliver the service that people are are um, entitled to.
0: So did they uh, did they approach Code for America? Did they like apply and say, like, we you know, we need this kind of help. We don't have that. You know, that the tech, the technological expertise or staff within our offices to tackle this. Like, how did how did it come about that? that you guys ended up working on this?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, District Attorney Gascone in San Francisco at the time um, had announced, even before the law was passed, that mandated district attorneys to review convictions, he announced that he was going to be proactively reviewing convictions eligible under Prop 64 in San Francisco. So we saw an opportunity, because we'd already been working in record clearance, Mm. to jump on this to jump on what he was doing. Um, and so he said, we can help you look through your records. We can do this in a way easier way. Um, and then from that realized that we could actually expand that pilot to four additional counties. Got it. Um, so we had reached out to them.
0: And so you said there were two hundred, two hundred, over 200,000. So are you like, this is going to be a multi-year project. Like, are you continuing to, you're going to do the whole state? Is that the plan?
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, So uh, the law actually has a deadline for district attorneys, which is July 1st of this year. So by July 1st of this year, all district attorneys need to review those convictions in their counties, um, identify which ones are eligible, and then provide that list to the court for them to update their records. Um, So... That's coming up fast. And it's coming up fast, yes. Um, but last, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of our call, last summer we released technology that helps every district attorney using the same kind of system that we had employed with the pilots. But they can do it on their own. It's uh, easy to use. We provided it at no cost.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so uh, um, counties have the opportunity to use that to help their process.
0: But by July 1st, they have to have it done. Mm-hmm. And so and so the ones that you the five counties that you've been working on where where it was more hands on, they got extra support because the district attorneys asked for it.
1: Um, So it was the very beginning of our work. Um, So, Uh yeah, it was just the beginning. We were still developing the technology um, and it was a pilot. We were learning. And so with the pilot, we realized that we could do it statewide.
0: Okay. so the next phase of this is, is the notification.
1: Next phase is notifications. Exactly. Yep. We're prioritizing that.
0: Okay. um, in California. Mm-hmm. And, and sorry, one last question. So with the notification, when will that you're doing the pilot now, when will mm-hmm. that actually be, you know, active and sort of anybody can access it?
1: Yeah. So, um, our, our San Francisco pilot is active. Anyone can access it now. So we are mm-hmm. looking to get the word out in as many ways as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for those who might have convictions in Sacramento County mm-hmm. and, and, We are are learning as we go. So um, as soon as we feel confident that we've got enough learnings to be able to scale it um, statewide, um, that's when we're going to scale it. But we don't have a a set time right now.
0: Can you talk about, uh, I mean, obviously, given what's happening in our country right now um, and and the disproportionate number of uh, people in communities of color who've been targeted, um, you know, under uh, past drug policies, can you talk about how... Your efforts, um, may be you know helping to work work towards more equality, racial equality, um, and helping out communities of color. Yeah, I, again, you said it
1: really well. Um, we are seeing this work as as part of an effort to to, um, to repair the harms of the failed war on drugs that disproportionately impacted communities of color. This is just one step. I, I we are seeing marijuana as. Um, marijuana relief as the beginning. Um, again, as I said before, our goal is to clear all eligible criminal records. Mm-hmm. Um, and excitedly, um, a law was passed last year in California that is um, is a new automatic record clearance law that will ex- greatly expand the types of convictions that are eligible. Um, so while we know that the war on drugs is, is an example of disproportionately negative impact mm-hmm. from the criminal justice system, these trends um, are, are relevant and are true across the board for criminal convictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so this is just one, one, um, one aspect of, of remedying a, a criminal justice system that has been unjust for, for a long time. A long
0: time. As voters go to the polls in five states to consider new laws on cannabis, record expungement is gaining attention and support A new poll in New Jersey, which will vote on recreational use in November, showed that 68% of respondents want the governor to pardon low-level cannabis convictions, as other governors in Colorado, Illinois, and Michigan have begun to do over the last year. Much more to discuss here after Election Day. That is it for the new Chardonnay. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Heather Catherine.